your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk with football graded broadcast analyst Kwame Lasseter. We're ready to talk football and anything else sports. Right here, right now, here's your host, Kwame Lasseter. Hey, thanks for joining me. Welcome to another week, another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Network. Uh, I got in the studio with me, Amp Lee, so um, I just want to keep uh, mentioning that because. Uh, you know, Amber have his own show in a few more weeks, so that's being worked on now. We just met uh, Jeff. Jeff is doing a doing a great job, as he's done on everybody's show, is uh, putting it together. So, but we'll talk a little bit about uh, this weekend. I had a, I know it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday here in Arizona. So, and this is where I'm, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, about ten o'clock, ten o two. Just getting over the weekend. I know it's Tuesday. It was a lot going on. We had um, Valentine's. I hope everybody had a great Valentine Day, uh, whether that be giving and receiving or both. And uh, <laughs> uh, also, I tell you what I did. I had a uh, well, I think I had some hot sausage and uh, some chips and um, a diet coke. And I don't even drink diet coke. That messes all up. And so I don't know how. If Valentine. You had it, Valentine. <laughs> 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 no, because it was good. I liked the the hot sausages though. But it was good. And then I don't. You know what? Valentine's Day to me, and I'm not going to take away from it. But I think if you you know if you do right every day, every day is Valentine's Day. So. You know, I don't, I don't want to make that special day, that a special day for me. Although, you know, you have, like I said, you have to do right the other days, too. Yeah, you, you want to, you know, you want to treat your special someone to, uh, <laughs> to, to at least acknowledge that day and make her feel special so forth. Uh, I got to say the hot sausage would probably not, <laughs> probably wouldn't be my top. Well, I, I'm not, I wasn't going out to eat. I, okay. I would say we was just, I mean, I just save a little money. I mean, I wasn't going out to eat, but... I, I, I like that, and the, you know the games and stuff were on the um, the All Star. We had the All Star here this weekend, and that was that was a great atmosphere. Not just the atmosphere alone, but it was great to follow up with the Arizona Cardinals uh, playoff run and the Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl um, uh, uh, lost. They, I mean, they went out there, but they got to the Super Bowl. Uh, it was a great atmosphere stemming from that. You know, a week or two later, and I think uh, I had this I had this conversation or this argument. I don't even think it was an argument, just a conversation. And you might be in on that. That uh, should the fans vote more for the All Star? Now, now I was I was believing that they had too much of a vote on it. But I, you know, watching the game, being in some of the events, it's a show. I think they fans should vote. And I, I got a change of opinion or change of heart. I think the fans should vote more. But here's what I think also: they should vote for the people they want to see. But the people who deserve to go as far as who has the numbers should be able to play in the games. Um, vote for the guys you want. They should create more events, more activities, so the guys that the fans vote for that they want to see there should be there in some of the activities, more more so like the three-point contest. They should add more things like that, the slam dunk, which I thought was great with the little Nate Robinson. <laughs> Nate Robinson, kryptonite. He came out, man. He was, he was having a good time. And I think on that whole level, that was great showmanship on both of those guys uh, in that slam dunk competition. But they should um, – create more activities, more events, so the, the fans, because it is a fan thing, and I, I believe so. I think I had that argument or the conversation with Song, so she was saying it's a fan thing. And I said, no, the people who uh, deserve to go don't always go, and it's kind of like the Pro Bowl. So I don't know what you feel on that, but. Uh, I, I agree with you that um, most of the fans generally, they want to see the faces of the franchise, depending on what organization. It's the players that the league promotes. Obviously, you see LeBron, Kobe, 
you see the top players in terms of the marketing, the statistics, they're generally at the top, so forth. Um, so, you know, and a lot of times I think fans doesn't really look close in terms of, you know, the, the statistics, what key, who's having a great year. Um, Granger, for example, he, he was right. a late selection in the All-Star game, and he's having a great year. He's just playing for a bad team. So although he's a good player, a lot of people probably wouldn't really respect him because they don't really know much about Indiana at this point. So do you think he should uh, be in playing on a losing team? I mean, he, he has no – choice but to shoot but to make plays on the team and i'm not gonna take away from his athletic ability i think if you surround him with other guys he still put up good numbers good numbers to be in an all-star uh you know it's a tough call because again i mean all-star game is is such a i think it's something that, that the nba has created that created over the year to, to create that to be a, a almost a, a a fun up-tempo um showboating backyard playground yeah, type basketball. So it was yeah. a lot of that. In fact, I, I can't say that I enjoyed the game much just because I thought it was too much flash and showboating and not <laughs> enough just basic basketball. I mean, I understand not, you know, going too hard where you're going to injure guys, but, right. you know, simply giving up layups and clearing the lane for <laughs> – so Don't for, for <laughs> Don't you're not going to get right, in the right, game. That's, that's, I, I think uh, you could tell right away – now, although these guys don't mention, like, I want to get the MVP, but you could tell right away who was trying to get MVP of this game. Kobe Bryant. Kobe was, he was, he was running and gunning. I Kobe thought, was, Kobe was, he was, he was the only guy game seven. Yeah, like it was game seven of the NBA finals. And he going to need a game seven this year. He, but what, what about that, uh, LeBron, you know, these guys, um, Dwayne Wade came out shooting and they was, they was hot for a while. And I thought the East, actually, I thought the East would look like they was going to get these guys. Yeah, they lacked a little bit in size. I mean, they had a bunch of guards, so forth. The West, um, had a bunch of big players. That's why they obviously just pounded the ball inside. I, I personally would like to see that game become a little bit more serious in that it's the best players. Compete. Go you, hard. You so? I mean, I, I love to see that. I mean, think about it. If you could. Serious, that, like, serious like a, a regular game? Or? Like a regular. Think about it. If you could have a Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant really just go at each other. Mm-mm-mm. Or a LeBron James. <laughs> think about it. I mean, I, know, really, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, because really go at it. And then you will then also. That might add the right. That might put the right people in an All Star game. Oh, that's what player. That's what the fans want to see. They right. would. They people would. They pay money to see LeBron and Kobe go at it one on one. The way Dwayne Wade and Kobe go at it. I think they have twice this year already. They, that's why they. You know, I think the NBA scheduled these games so the so the All Stars can match up towards each other in these games. Because Kobe and LeBron matched up. Um, I think the Lakers ended up winning that game, but they matched up earlier this year. I, serious now. I don't know if the uh, if you a team with a playoff run, I don't know if you're gonna put that much uh, put that much ownership on your guys to go out there and go. I'm hard. sure coaches wouldn't like that. Yeah. but the fans would would. It's would, and it's would a you fan. Pay money to see those guys. I, I mean, would you play pay money to see those guys go at it one on one? You know what? I'm gonna look for a hookup and try to get in there, but I would like to see them go one on one. Right. I don't know if I want to pay them NBA tickets now, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. That these guys, if they go on one on one, it's just excitement. It's just a uh, carryover from. The first part of the season and, and taking it over to the second part of the season uh, with the with all stars, all the all stars, our best in the world, going one on one with each other. I'd, I'd almost like to see it as if they were in a gym, mm. all that talent is just in the, in the local gym, and they're playing. So no referees, just no, go. just 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 like boys play. I mean, what do you think about that environment? That'll be a good environment, but you know, you got a bunch of crybabies. A lot of those guys came. I went to the University of Kansas. <laughs> now that's saying a whole lot. Well, we had a good basketball school. I'm not. I know you went to Florida State when you guys came up a little, but um, 
We used to play the basketball team. The football team used to play the basketball team, and we used to kill those guys. And they was always ranked in the top five every year in a in the nation in basketball. But they can't play without referees. So if these guys uh, go to a gym, which would be a great atmosphere, I think, and um, play without referees, you have a lot of crime going on. I, I mean, I, I mean, keep the officials. What you out think, there, Ryan? He don't, he don't know. He's, he's I'm pushing buttons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You, so you think? I think I'll, the gym I'll jump back bigger. in the conversation in a minute. All right, Brian, we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on. But yeah, I, I think the atmosphere would be great. Seriously, but um, I, I don't, I don't know. These guys, they they cry so much. And what you think about the uh, Kobe and Shaq deal? I think, me personally, I, I thought it was a little too much. You know, I I don't like Kobe, but he's the best player in the NBA, in my opinion. Um, I don't like him for a few reasons, but you know that's. I didn't like Carl Malone, but I thought he was good. Right, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of, in terms of his Kobe's way or whatever, but mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think he's a in terms of his basketball talent, he is a guy that that really works at the game. You can see that every year he comes back with a new move, a new dimension to his game. So you, I definitely respect him from that standpoint. That um that that he he's a very talented player. Right, I don't think you, he's going to let you outdo him. He's going to do everything in the power, like you said. He can change up his game. He his game is an all-star game all year long. So, um, but I, I was more impressed with what he said uh, with all that nonsense that went on when he and Shaq when Shaq left the Lakers. That you know he said he made a great quote. He made a great uh, comment saying we're not going to go back to the room and watch Steel Magnolia. I mean, it is what it is. It's just in the moment. And I thought I thought that was good because I mean you can forgive, but you can't forget. And all the stuff that you know Shaq had that uh, you know Shaq a very comical guy. He's out. He's like to be out in public doing certain things. Well, tell him how, tell you him see him out. dance with the Jabberwockies? <laughs> I, I yeah. seen him see dancing. Him yeah. Busting a little break. He was dancing. <laughs> and, I, and then while he's dancing, I'm thinking like, okay, you can play more than two games at a time now. You got all that energy. Well, to be honest with you, I actually thought he had a little more enthusiasm and energy for that game than he does for his, for right. his games with the um, Suns. I think he I'm was a Suns happy. fan. I agree. I, but I think, you know what? I think he was happy to be in that forum again because you know he he doesn't have the numbers to be in that all-star he, he was i think he, he was plays one game <laughs> he played one game uh he, he he never played consecutive games in a row and if he do his numbers drop and he's supposed to be the you know, most dominant big man in the game right now with the well you got uh dwight howard how can he be a dominant big man you got to rest every day you know that's what i'm saying but yeah that's not domination that's time for retirement right. so so <laughs> i don't know but I, I, i'm not gonna put anybody in their grave right now you know that didn't well, you know, enough a, owners do that anyway, right? I, you know, Kwame, as as a former athlete, we know that your time, your time, you have your time, and it's going to pass. I mean, and Shaq's time has passed. I think he's still able to, to be effective on the floor, but dominant, not not even close. Um, you know, he, uh, he, I agree. I thought he had more energy and more enthusiasm for that game. But Shaq has always been a a, a bubbly, comic, yeah, um, comic like personality. So. Um, you know, he he. I admit he adds something. I think to that game just with his flair and his energy and his um uh, and and his personality. I, I think you can market Shaq. I think more so of that than um you know him being on that team and being more effective than when you need him in the fourth period. But um he has um what you think about this new offense? They are gonna have to run and gun as does Shaq fit in his offense? He's he's great for. Okay, we're gonna run you to death. And you mentioned last you mentioned last time that um <laughs> that Steve Nash was a liability defensive wise, he's a liability. But when they run in the gunning, I'm not gonna say he evens the playing field out a lot, but he, he gets these guys tired and ready to go. So uh, if they run in the gunning, what do you think about uh Shaq being in this offense? This is more of a 
Amari uh, Stoudemire offense, or Sean Marion, or Roger Bell, the guys they shouldn't have let go. And we won't get into that with Steve Kerr. But my initial question to you, what do you think about Nash? No, Shaq. Shaq, uh, being, in, Shaq being in this running gun offense coming up you with, know, with uh, Alvin all, Gentry. With all respect to Alvin Gentry, I think he's kind of saying the correct things at this point. But truthfully, how can that – how can you change the offense? In my opinion, the only way you change that offense is to sit that sit is to sit Shaq down, and really kind of monitor his minutes, um, which is going to be a very, you know, difficult situation because you've got to approach <laughs> a, you know, a set of what a seventeen year All Star and say, you know what, we're we're going to change because Shaq's not getting any faster. Let's be honest here, Shaq's not going to. If he stopped dancing, he'll get he well, can get uh, two more minutes out of Shaq's him. Shaq's not going to speed the offense up, so <laughs> right. something's going to have to give. And it's not like you can put him anywhere other than three feet away from the rim. So I don't know if there's going to be a lot of change to that offense. I think for the moment, Gentry said that because this was appropriate and, and well, private. Gentry, Gentry was under uh, Mike Denato, and I got we're going to go to a Where's commercial. Where's the personnel for that? Right, they don't have to give him away, but <laughs> we we'll, we'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back and talk about a tad bit more of the All Star. But we're going to talk about the Suns, and then we move on to some other things. You're on with Kwame Lassie Sports Talk on the Voice America Network. I'm here in the studio with Amley, and we got Ryan Treasure over there pushing the button. So I'll see you back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
here talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. All right, welcome back. It was a quick commercial. Welcome back to Kwame Sports Talk. I'm in the studio with Amp Lee. I got Ryan pushing the button. So, and we left off talking about uh, Shaquille Neal, uh, just running gun. Amp actually believe. Well, I, I also believe too. But you don't have to. Um, he's not the guy to be in this running gun offense. Where uh, where's the personnel to it? But I, and Amp's think it was gonna be tough for them to sit this guy down. But this guy been sitting down every other game. I think he doesn't play no, any more than two games. Before he needs to rest, and they did a thing on the. Uh, it was a while back, but they think they did a thing on when he rests. What is his number? I'm, I'm sure everybody, if they got rest, they can come out full speed and play. But um, Steve Kerr, Steve Kerr, is this guy at fault for? Um, I mean, he hires. He hires when he got the job. He was working in San Diego. Don't you think, as a GM, you want to be where you have to be, or shouldn't you want to be where you have to be if you're responsible for a lot of things? He had the GM job for the uh, Phoenix Suns, but he was doing the job from San Diego, California. Now, San Diego's a great place. I've lived there for a while. But uh, he gives a whole entire meaning to working from home. This guy was working in San Diego with a a multi-million dollar uh, company. Uh, The guys, they're now... This team is debacled now. You, you, they have no identity. They came in and hired Terry Porter, which I thought it would be a defensive uh, team now, a defensive-minded team. But, but then you fire this guy after four months. You give him $7 million. Now, I, that's a good job. I mean, I, I think if I, I'm, I'm applying for that job. For just, just, I don't even need four months. You can fire me in three months. Kwame, my opinion goes back, man, to somebody's got to be the fall guy. I mean, somebody has to be responsible. Somebody's got to take that claim. And uh, unfortunately, at this point, Terry Porter's the guy. Uh, give it a little bit more time, nothing changes, then that, that buck will get passed somewhere else. So, um, you know, right now Steve's the guy making the decision. So, But it, you know I what? you got to go back a little farther than that, though. I think the, the first huge mistake that was made was letting Mike D'Antoni as, go as our coach. Okay, well, he did that, but that's working from home. Now, he can't work from home with uh, a lot of things he's responsible for, and that's Mike D'Antonio letting him go to New York. So, I. You don't. You how do you hire a guy and fire him in four months and you get him seven million? I don't. What job is that? If if he was doing that job somewhere else in the other world, he would be fired. Steve Kerr. I agree. That, that's a big waste of money. Well, here I mean honestly, I think you know. You look back a couple of years. I think what where what the problem has been is that what well, this team they've been close. They play up style tempo. They've up and down the court. Really exciting. A lot of fun. So forth. Um, but they have not been able to get past the Spurs. Let's be honest here. They have not been able to get past the Spurs. And people say, well, the reason why. You watch the games and you clearly can see that defensively they had no answer for Tim Duncan. Right. Um, they couldn't get stops when they needed them. Um, so, you know, they get a lot of heat for that. So what do you do? Well, we got to become a better defensive team. We gotta, they hear that from everybody. They, they're very aware of that. They've got smart people over there. So what do you do? You go, well, we're going to get Shaq. Because Deltan's not coaching defense. He's not preaching that. Number one, they didn't exactly have the size to compete um, with Duncan. With, with, the, with the Spurs. With the Spurs and the, and the style that they play. I mean, to be honest with you, I actually thought the offense was very predictable. I mean, 80% of the time they run high screen and roll with, with, with <laughs> Nash and, and Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. Um, with, and they have three guys standing on the perimeter waiting for certain rotations to happen. Well, with the Spurs, if they trap, if they trap the ball, Nash, and leave Stoudemire and stay at home with the other guys – 
Stoudemire always has a big series against the Spurs, but guess who disappears? The other three guys. Yeah, but they, you know what? If you want to call in and, and chime in on this, give your opinion, the number is one eight 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 three four six nine one four four. If you want to call in for opinions, comments, questions about what we're talking about, the Phoenix Suns right now, the number is one eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Now, I thought the um. Right, quick comment. If I can make a quick com- quick comment as well. You want to call in, or you want to do right? <laughs> <laughs> like, let me ask this. For example, if 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 you can't when you play the Spurs, the, the Suns play the Spurs with Tim Duncan. If you can't slow this guy down, meaning you can't take the ball out of his hands, he's either going to score the basket or he's going to the free throw line. And if you double team him, he's kicking the ball out to people that can knock down shots. So if you take the ball out, whether it be made baskets or free throws, guess what that means? There's no fast break right? You, because you're taking the ball out. So what happens against the Spurs for so many years is they end up in a half-court offense, and they can't beat the Spurs in a half-court offense. No, because n- normally they run and gun. And I thought, um, I thought the Phoenix Suns' uh, best defense was their offense because when they were running and gunning with uh, Mike D'Antonio, uh, Ryan mentioned Mike D'Antonio leaving. Uh, I thought that was a big mistake. I thought a big mistake was letting Sean Marion go. Um, I thought – and you left Rajah Bear go. Rajah was the only guy to play defense but, on the team. But they make they make <laughs> they make issues about he didn't want to be here. The guy wanted to be here. But I, I, as I was saying, I thought their best defense was their offense, their running gun, because they was putting up 120 some points. But you can't run a gun. When you, you can't take the ball out of bounds. You can't. You can't do that. But they was wearing teams down. But they never had a they never had an answer for that half court offense. And I thought. Uh, and, and with Shaq in the mix now, I thought if they can run and ga- gun, but they don't have the, enough personnel to do that. If they can run and gun, and then sl- when they in the fourth quarter, fourth period, slow that offense down. If you can get it to Shaq, they can foul Shaq. I know Shaq been making some free throws lately, but he's not making enough to win f- basketball games. But they have to get enough big men in there that can run. You got look at the Lakers. They got big man that can run. Gasol and when Bynum get by, they, they can, can run. run. Yeah, that guy can, <laughs> they really can run. Not, not only are these guys <laughs> running, these guys are running and they scoring. So you, you got to uh, look at the Suns or you look at – you mentioned San Antonio Spurs. These guys running. Who else you got in, out in the West? You got Denver. Those guys running. Other than the, the Lakers, Jazz. you got the Jazz. The Jazz um, has a pretty good team also. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they can run and make points and, and make baskets, create plays, create mismatch for these guys. So the Suns need to – if Alvin Gentry is going to instill this running gun back, he has to get the right personnel in. You got Richardson, and we're going to talk about this clown later. This guy, <laughs> this guy is driving 90 miles per hour with his baby in the car. In a 35. In a 35. <laughs> That's, that should be criminal. That's, it is criminal. Anything over 20 is criminal, man. Right. Wait, no, not, not criminal. Not just driving, but the I, kid, too. I'm not talking about criminal. I'm going to send you to court and, and tell you don't do it again. I'm talking Take about criminal. He had, <laughs> now, if it was just him and you want to be an idiot, he just got to this town. He doesn't know. Let me get back to what I said. We'll get to him later. <laughs> oh, don't get me fired up in this. <laughs> Look, but no, if you get um, these guys to run and gun, you get the right person in here, I think it could be done. But you got to instill, and I put the onus on Kurt, uh, Steve Kerr. You, you can't work from home. You're here in the Valley now. You got to instill the right personnel where you can run and gun. You can't be letting these guys go that want to be here. Well, Quam, here, here's, here's, the, here's the deal. The big, the number one reason they got Shaq was to defense, and he was supposed and that's why to they be able Terry to. Porter in. Well, if you think about it, they were in, in, um, in the Western Conference Finals for two two years in a row, right? Yeah, they didn't have any. I don't mean to cut you off, but they didn't have any patience because they was running, they was running and gunning, and they were winning football, football. I mean basketball games for three years. But here's the deal. Here, here's the catch twenty two. 
You bring Shaq in to deal with Tim Duncan because obviously you think we're close. We're in the Western Conference Finals three years in a row. Right. We're close. But Tim, they recognize Tim Duncan is a problem. He is a problem. Tim Duncan is a problem. So, okay, we're going to bring somebody in here who's big enough to defend Tim Duncan. But guess what the other side of that blade is? Tim Duncan can take you from, from the basket and knock down that 12-footer. He can, he can guard Tim Duncan, but on the other end of the floor, guess what? They he can't, can't run. Right, right, right. You get one, get but you lose. On <laughs> you get one, but you lose other. <laughs> and there's, so where do you go? You can't go into the draft and get these guys because they're not ready to run a gun. You like, you mentioned off the break. You got these guys on the bench coming out of college. Are you ready to do that for a hundred some games? Oh, eighty two games. Or uh, if they, even if they get into the playoffs, but I, they won a game out of the playoffs. So what are these guys going to do? Are, are you ready to run? Or do you have the right person there on the bench where you can bring in? You got rid of uh, Boris Diaz. You got rid of Roger Bell. You got rid of Sean Marion. They they rebuilding. <laughs> rebuilding. <laughs> and I thought that's why I thought that's why they hired Terry Porter and to bring a defensive mind. But they have no identity. This team has no identity. Um, where do you start rebuilding? They're, well, like I said, they're better on the defensive end, but they're slower. But they're <laughs> slower up and down the floor now because of Shaq. So you get one thing in that he, and quite honestly, I'd be. I mean, I'd go on record and say this. On record, on record, okay. Shaq hadn't really proven to be what they anticipate defensively because they just drag him away from the basket and get him in high screen and roll, and now he's not near, he's not near he's not, effective defensively. Right, he can't when he's be away from the basket. Exactly. exactly. So how many, how many more years do you think Shaq got? It, well, it depends on what system he's in. I would he's, say he's got to play. I, I think he can. They can have some success here, but with Shaq, he needs his minutes need to be cut. Drastically, I, he's a professional. I think he's a professional guy. He understands. He may, he always say he understands the business. He needs to understand that you may get 15, 15 minutes. You may get, uh, and I need those to be productive fifteen exactly. minutes. Exactly. And I and what I'm looking for is, uh, what twelve twelve rebounds. Even just a defensive presence. I mean, that right now that's what it's going to be. He has to be that guy to come in and, and get those fouls and let them know you can't come in here and beat them up. And you he, got you got files to when, give. When he's in the game, you got to have those other guys. Got to be running and already right. already down in transition. Right. You no, know, Shaq's a good passer. He could he could throw passes right. all day long from one end of the court to the other to set up some nice running. Yeah, stuff. Shaq gonna tell you he's a good passer. But he, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, I watched a lot of games and saw him make some really good plays up at the court. You know, when guys are back on transition. That, for that's your team. If uh, yeah. that was my team, I'm a, I'm a all them guys are great. It's me. Uh, no, no, Shaq, they, Shaq, they got, they got Shaq did. It. He is. Though. They do. But Shaq, I, I'm messing with you, Ryan. But he has. He is a. <laughs> he is a good passer because he did it well out in L.A. when he's with um, I'm a with homer. No. He, he did it well <laughs> out in L.A. when he's with Kobe Bryant and the rest of those guys when they won the championship games. But as, as I, a, I, he, he has to come in and give me uh, 15 good minutes and he has fouls to get. I got to let him right. know, Shaq, you have fouls to get. We're not going to work our offense through you. But we just want you to be a presence, as you said, in that, in that mix. Because uh, guys like Tim, Tim Duncan can bring them out right. and take them away from the right. basket. Well, how's this for team chemistry? In my opinion, you run your offense through a post guy, he he better be dominant. He'd either be dominant, able to draw a double team, or just create problems. Well, obviously Shaq's not dominant at this point, and a lot of times he's not even drawing double teams, creating open <laughs> shots. Or the, he, I mean, he's not. So as a coach, you've got to sit down and have this, uh, which will be a tough conversation, to say, I understand the history, I understand the following, but at the same time, this is where we are. So you saying guys like Dirk Nowitzki can cover Shaq one on one now? I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on! I mean, no, I know, you, I know, yeah, I know. You're they're getting from. away with it, so they got four guys. Until Shaq can beat you, you don't have to double right. team Shaq. No, right. I hear what you're saying, man. The worst uh, case scenario, if he's so close to the basket that he's gonna do the one thing <laughs> he dunk it. Guess what you do? 
You just all you gotta do is file them. You might get that and one, but you might not get you might not get that one at the free throw line. You but you well, file him, and he can now. You gotta he has you to file him. He you know he's he, and granted he is shooting his free throws better, but <laughs> nah, not enough to win basketball. Not game. enough to win. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 it gets to be easy as to what to do. <laughs> all right, man. If you wanna <laughs> you wanna call in, the number is one eight 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 three four six nine one four four. We here in the studio. Cloudy day in Phoenix, Arizona. It's not bad. We talking about golfing, but uh, probably not. Uh, I'm here with Amp Lee. We'll be back in two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. All right, welcome back. We're we here talking about the songs. I'm about to drain out. We won't give them two more minutes, and we're going to get rid of those guys. But don't forget to check out Ray Ellis Sports, Joe Cribs, and No Average Joe, uh, Jeff Nixon. I mentioned Amp Lee has a show coming up in a few weeks. They're working on production now. Uh, radio by George. You got uh, Fred Barnett, hard-hitting radio with Mark Millen and Brian Evans. Uh, Mark Millen. Text me say I'm a Laker hater. He, you can't say anything bad about the Lakers, and don't forget Owen Hart show. You can't say anything bad about the Lakers. This guy would he? I think he need a pamper on when he watched this game. <laughs> this guy be going off, man. 
But he no, he loves Kobe, man. I, if you're from LA, he's from LA. He's from that uh, neighborhood, that area. But um, if you like the team, I, I can understand that. All right, two more minutes on the Suns. Uh, uh, let's talk about uh, Richard. What, what is this guy doing? Ninety miles per hour in a thirty-five mile per zone with um, with a baby in the back seat, three year olds, his three year old son, and not not seatbelt. I, I don't. You know what? That's that's criminal charges. And I, and I mentioned earlier, those are not criminal charges where you get to show up to court. And not to mention that I think in round December that this guy had a DUI. Yeah, he, he had a DUI. So you you come to a you come to a town that you're not familiar with. You know the guys on the team should tell you where to go, and I know that area he was in. He was off coming back sixty fourth around that area somewhere. Can't mess with Sheriff Joe, dude. Man, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. He may he may get fined. Oh, he's definitely gonna get fined. Probably put on probation. He's I don't suspended know. for one game. And I think. <laughs> suspended suspended for one game. This guy almost he, he potentially killed his three year old son. Doing that. anything can happen. Now you might be the best driver in the world, and I know we had a um, what was going on the race this weekend, the five hundred or something. Uh, it was NASCAR some NASCAR, NASCAR yeah. One of the NASCAR events was going on. I don't know if he was a he's a big fan and he had to go that <laughs> fast, but uh, he had his son in the car. Now, no endanger son. Get that child. Get us. Get his kid a ch- a chance to grow. And you want to endanger your own self? Then go ahead, do it. To, have fun at it. At least get a child seat or something. Yeah, you know, I don't Ninety know. miles. Per, I, that's criminal. That's criminal and something should be done. And I don't. I don't do the punishments and all that. I'm not a fan of giving guys punishment. But when you do something stupid like that, you just had a DUI. A uh, good thing he wasn't drinking, but you ninety miles per hour and he, a thirty-five miles. He off. wasn't drinking, not that time. Not nah. that time. He, 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 he was drinking. He got DUI. He ain't gonna drive though. That's for sure. After that's done, he better not been drinking with his well, son. I in the mean, car. ninety and thirty-five. I mean, he oh he he was on something. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been on that very bonds. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man. Uh, yeah, he, I understand being in a hurry, but ninety and a thirty-five. I mean, ninety's not even. Can't do on the you can't state. do nine. Yeah, you do nine. You know <laughs> what? Open road. I, I mean. was I was coming up here. I had to roll my windows down because I was riding right beside the police, and they they pull you over for anything. I was coming through ASU campus now. Might have asked you, so I was going slow anyway. But I had to roll my windows down. You so got them dark windows. Yeah, man, it's, it's hot in Arizona. They pulled me over once coming from the car. <laughs> they want to know who's in there. They know that. That's crazy. What do you think that's about? Uh, well, we'll talk about that. That's another <laughs> profiling, huh? Man, I, I rolled my windows down on the, when the on the side that the police officer was on, because I, I know it was a female officer, <laughs> and that's the one who pulled me over last time. A female officer coming from Glendale from the Cardinals game. All right, man. Let's let's talk a little bit about the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think these guys? These guys coming off a great playoff run, uh, g- had so much excitement, had so the the town was so enthused. Uh, getting to the Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but just getting there and these guys, you know, once you get in the playoffs and you, and you have some success in the playoffs and the ball just bounces your way and you're fortunate enough to get in the Super Bowl, what do these guys need to do now? Now, I, I, I don't know what the plan is for this rebuilding, but if they don't, I think this is a failure if you just barely get in the playoffs this year. You should wipe up this division that you're in and this uh, NFC West, but you, your, your offensive coordinator, Todd Haley, is the new head coach for Kansas City Chiefs. You fire your defensive coordinator less than a week, uh, Clancy Pendergast, less than a week after the Super Bowl. You have no offensive coordinator. You have no defensive coordinator. Where's the rebuilding in this? You got you to gotta understand, I don't think the defense was the problem. I always said, I did say this, though, throughout the year, through the course of the year, that their, their def- best defense was their offense being able to put up points and uh, and keep uh, other defenses on the field where the Car- Arizona Cardinals defense can tee off on offense because they, they had so much a cushion or point-wise 
but I don't think the defense was the problem. I think they didn't have a running game. Now, you had Russ Grimm over there, uh, offensive line guru. If he's such a guru, and I, I think he's a pretty good offensive line coach. I think he's one of the best offensive line coaches ever played, ever played the game or ever coached the game. But the running game, they didn't have a running game. So you thought you'd mix it up by benching Edron James and bringing Tim, Howell, Tim Hightower in, which was a good switch up. And you should, you got to have two running backs. I think to get uh, far in the playoffs, to be successful uh, throughout a long season, you have to have a switch up. And they had they had uh, J.J. Arrington, Tim Hightower, great switch up. They got uh, Edron James. They benched him for that, for that reason. But they still didn't have a running game. It was just a different excitement where he was able to get some points. And, and, had, and Tim Hightower had a different burst than Edron. But I still think Edron, in the end, was a better guy for this team down the road through his leadership. Not so much the numbers he put up on the, uh, on the uh, field. But what direction are these guys going in the Arizona Cardinals when you fire? You fire the wrong – I don't know if this is the wrong, guys. He's, uh, Ken Wisenhunt says that um, Clancy Pendergrass, as well as the other coaches, are – under evaluation every year, just like the regular, just like the players are, and that's why you know players you sign these four or five year deals. It's really a one year deal every year, so he's under evaluation just like everybody else. I wonder what was the conversation or what was the problem why you had to let him go. No running game, and you kept Russ Grimm. I can tell you what my opinion is. Russ Grimm and Ken Wizard come from the Pittsburgh Steelers together, so it's a good old boy system. You're not gonna fire your friend. You said they're friends. They, I, I don't know what they. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I don't know if they're friends or not. But and if me and you right here, and we go to uh, another radio station, I'm like, Aaron, you want to come with me over here? You know, I'm taking you to. I'm taking you with me. You know, Kwame as a guy who you know I changed a coaching job in the NFL for about five years. Man, did uh, believe it or not, I did five internships. Um, That's in crazy. Five. And, and you played the game. Five. And you played the game. Five. And then you played again. <laughs> <laughs> five internships. That's um, crazy. Coaching NFL Europe, Combine twice, Senior Bowl twice. So I did the whole networking thing, man, and and it, it led nowhere. So trust me, I, it, it's definitely a – you know, a buddy system and that, you know, when I get hired, I'm bringing you over. Right, that's and crazy. I'm, so, yeah, the, the, the firing of um, Clancy is, is a little surprising. I mean, they were, they were good. Defensively, they were solid. I think they needed a pass rush guy, but defensively, I thought they were solid. I thought they were solid. If you look across the board and you look across the board on other teams, I think I'm, I'm, I take the Cardinals. I would take the Cardinals' defense uh, over a lot of teams. Now, granted, you have the Tennessee Titans' defense. You have the uh, Baltimore Ravens defense. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. But you know what all that is? Defensively, it's a mindset. Now, you've been on the top of your game, and you understand, I don't care what play they run, I'm going to make it work. I always thought that if you – I always thought if I was coaching a team, I'm going to have four plays, offensive or defense. I'm just going to change up how it looks, and we're going to win football games. But what you instill in these guys is a mindset or attitude to want to get it done. You can't be blocked by one guy. One guy block you. You got to – you got to – you got to warrant a two man, to, two guys to block you. you. You can't get blocked by one guy. You have to get in there and get it done. And that's all attitude and that's all mindset. Now, you say you had five internships. Was it, that's crazy. Uh, this guy uh, from my hometown, Robert Hunt, played in the, played in the league, um, had an internship, went up to, world, went up to Europe, uh, didn't get the job. It, he didn't even get our high school job at my high school, at Minchville <laughs> High School. He didn't even get a Minchville High School job. And uh, you know what they told him? He was too young. And he all the experience he had, they told him he was too young. Well, you want to know the line that I continue to get was and that. They go hire a young guy, a guy just as young, <laughs> as, young as him. I needed to get some experience. You had five internships. How do you, where do you, you doesn't get exp- everybody start somewhere? Yeah. 
It, it's the good old boy system. Yeah, it's it's crazy, <laughs> but you know what? And and every business is like that. So what? But what direction do the Cardinals need to go in? They so anything less than the playoffs is going to be a losing season. I don't know. You just can't now get in the playoff and losing that first week because I think you have a great nucleus. You have to. Uh, they I got think fans now. They have. Well, they've had, they've <laughs> always had twenty thousand fans, but they now money. they got like <laughs> sixty. They got sixty, <laughs> seventy fans now. Sixty, seventy thousand fans. You sign. What you do, in my opinion, is you sign Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner makes he always he's talking that he's not coming back unless Anquan's coming back. Anquan is still on the contract, I think, for maybe two more years. But you sign there's a deal on the table for Kurt Warner, a two year, eighteen million dollar deal. Now, what if he signed? What do you do with uh, Matt Liner? And you, you 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 find a way, you find a way to get Anquan. I think you want to restructure uh, Adrian's contract, so Adrian Wilson, so you got him for five more years. He's still playing great ball. Fitz said I, he's willing to restructure. Fitz said he's willing. He's crazy. He's, they say he's willing, <laughs> he's willing to restructure. He shouldn't have to restructure. These guys have Anquan's 40. his boy. No. You know what? They have $42 million under the cap, and when they let Adrian James go, they're going to have $47 million. I don't, they, they, I don't like Matt. They, they'll get it done. They have to I get it done. See, you can't, can't take see a step trading back. Matt Liner for a running back somewhere. No. For no. who? Sproul? No. I don't, and, and I, don't, I don't know what running back, but I'm saying that. Let's just say that guy um, for a running back. You got to bring in a guy who's going to be able to play special teams, too, because Tim Hightower is the running back. Personally, I don't. I don't. I don't a think running that, back, I don't. I, I'm th- thinking defense. Uh, a pass rush guy and maybe one or two linemen. I mean, Anquan's as you said, he's under contract, and they're gonna they're gonna get Anquan happy. They're gonna make him happy. Well, he so, said he don't want to be here. Was that just to get the contract done? Quicker? Well, Kurt's negotiating for him. His agent's <laughs> negotiating for him. You know, Anquan, you you and I know Quan. I put it this way: if they if Anquan leaves, we will it will be pretty loud and clear that Ryan's a fan. If Anquan leaves, some fans are leaving too. Well, they're totally. They're totally. <laughs> they're they, just changing lanes. Yeah, and I mean, it, I think the organization has has, you know, it's kind of come up from the depths, and and to let Anquan go at this point, and not resign Kurt. It, it, come on, we're we're, we're I think going another way, right? I think Steve Breston did a good job, but that was in the absence of Anquan. Anquan came in, it changed the dynamic on the team, on that offense. Also, how you prepare for these guys? If you got Anquan, Steve Breston, Fitzgerald, they've got the key players under under with the exception of Kurt. They've got the nucleus of that offense under contract. But you can't keep. Things should be good. Yeah, you signed Kurt for two years there, two years. That's guaranteed. Kurt's not going to take a deal that's not guaranteed, and it's just for two years. You got to find something to do with uh, Anquan. I mean, uh, Matt Liner. Matt Liner. He's. He, I what don't think draft. Draft a trade. I think. I think trade. I think yeah. trade. Get some form. Uh, that way you can get it. Julius Peppers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrell Suggs. He's from here. Or he's, maybe a backup. Cornerback. He's out there. But you talk. A good cornerback. I think a cornerback at the draft would be good, but you talked about uh, they did well in the draft with uh, what's your boy named DRC? Yeah, Roger Cromartie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> he, he froze up in the Ooh, Super Bowl. Yes, the lights were oh. too bright. The lights were too bright, but, man, the we got to take a break. You know what? Got a lot of growing to do. We got to get more time on this this one-hour thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, you on the Voice American Network Sports uh, with Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We're going to come back. I'm in the studio with Amp Lee and Ryan over there chiming in, pushing the buttons, keeping all the levels right. All right, we'll talk to you about two minutes.
high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're talking sports with kwame lassiter if you have a question or comment for the show today give us a call right now the toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. Welcome back. This is probably the final edition of this uh, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk on the Voice American Network. Uh, in the studio with Amp Lee, like I said, we have a producer. We have a, well, we got Ryan on the keyboards over there. He's a... He's more like that Johnny Gill coming into the new edition team. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, like I said, we got about nine minutes. We're going to finish up on the uh, Cardinals. Uh, Ant was saying that you think they need to get a uh, defensive guy, a pass rusher guy. I agree with that. And um, you, have to, you have to re-sign Carlos Dansby. You have to get him back uh, on the outside. I don't know if you can – or get somebody who can play outside, and I think that's going to come uh, from a veteran, from a free agent veteran, not from the draft. Although you might defensively, you can draft well. Offensive guys, I'm, I'm not too sure about. Um, but defensively, you can draft well as far as that position, the mm-hmm. defensive line guy, um, or or move him back, uh, bring a line back in. We was laughing about Eric Hill, Carlos Dansby, not an Eric Hill. He's not gonna plug them holes up and then be waiting for you, then be talking about your mom and all that stuff. <laughs> but he's a, he's a he's 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 a consistent guy. He did a great job um, for the Arizona Cardinals. Whether he's going to be inside or outside, but I think he'd be a more productive guy being on that outside and then having a pass rushing. Because Ant mentioned, and I agree with this, 
Clancy Pendergrass is still the defensive coordinator if they had a um, pass rush, yeah. even if they had a pass rush throughout the year, but more so um, in that uh, Super Bowl game. Definitely. I mean, like I said, you look at that game, and there were probably 10 to 15 plays in which, you know, Ben was able to, to pump fake three, four times, <laughs> buy more time, and um, – and and that was a big difference in the game. I, I think Darnell did a great job. I mean, the guys played hard. They played hard. But, right. again, when you've got a dominant guy on that edge that 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 can get home in addition to Doc work or the work that Doc is going to do inside and Antonio Smith uh, on the other side also um, is, a, is a good developing player. So uh, they pass, no, get I a pass rush. You. No, I agree with you 100% because you know – uh, as a secondary, you you like I said, you had five interns, five interns, <laughs> five interns. And you still don't have the experience, but you know, as a secondary, you can't cover all day. And you on the biggest stage of our game. This is the Super Bowl, and you got a quarterback. He's he's done well as far as scrambling throughout the season, throughout the year. But if you get a pass rush on him, you stop those guys from covering all day. I think we have a caller. Uh, oh, this guy. We're gonna take this call. Lil <laughs> uh, Mac or Mark. As you may know, I'm from Phoenix. Uh, uh, what is it? Nine year vet. Mark played for a couple of good teams. Smallest guy in the league, but you know the guy have a big heart. Not only heart, you can't play a guy just on heart alone. He has to have some talent. But his mouth runs so fast. He he talk more than he play. Yeah. Oh, oh you on? I didn't know you was on. I'm just talking on, bad man. about you. I didn't know you was on, man. <laughs> oh man, I'm on. I'm sitting there listening to you talk, man. You oh. talking about a brother wearing pampers? It's all good. I'm man, you know when I, <laughs> you know when I talk about Kobe, man. You be going off. I'm like, this guy needs a cigarette. And he got to come. Hey, hey, you you know I love Kobe, man. I you know, know you I'm do. from LA. Hey, what's going on, Amp, man? Mac, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, How's man. Everything? You guys sound good on the radio show, man. Keep up the good work. You Appreciate like it, us? You like us, Mark? You like us? Yeah, man, sound good, man. I'm, I'm impressed, man. I'm actually impressed. Impressed, man. I, man. Oh, I, no, I take that back. Let me say this. I appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the compliment. Mac, I see, ain't seen you for see, a that's minute, what man. I, that's what I'm talking about, man. The show is going good. You guys sound good together, man. The vibe is good. So, you guys are definitely hitting on some some good points with the with the Suns as well as the Cardinals, and uh, you know, I just keep up the good work. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And, Mac, that. how's the golf game, man? I hadn't played with you for a while. How's the game? He's been running. Man, my, my game is I don't have any game right now. You sit next to the man with all the game oh, right yeah, there. Kwame, uh, Kwame, that's Kwame true. Kwame true, true, true. You're right about that. He, well, no. Actually, Seth Jordan had a um, a uh, par and poker tournament that I won. I shot one under. But if you're betting, I'm still a five handicap. I shot, <laughs> I shot one under, and I won you know, for the celebrity part of it. And we won as a team. And that was fun. He put on a great tournament and to help underprivileged kids. And uh, I appreciate that. Um Seth Joyner, he, he had a par and poker. He and Andy Walker, those guys did it year in, year out. They went to the Super Bowl. They did it last year here, and they did it again this year at Wild Horse Pass. But, um, let me uh, let me cross over a little bit. Tell me about some baseball stuff. What you think about this A-Rod and the steroids? Because we got to close out in a minute, man. I don't know how much time we got left. But this I is know, like, man. It goes by real fast. It goes by I'm too fast, man. I'm waiting for the news conference right now. I want to see what A-Rod got to say. Yeah, I need I need to get some sponsors, man. So, we got to get this show on a little, uh, little longer. What about yeah, yeah. okay? A Rod, A Rod got caught, but here's this thing: we we got four point five minutes. He said point five minutes till close. <laughs> <laughs> but A Rod, you know, he did the steroid thing, man. And and here's what here's his excuse: he felt pressured. Nobody used this, so they are giving A Rod a pass. And you can chime in on this if you want. He felt pressured to live up to that contract. And I don't think there's any pressure when you got two hundred fifty-two million dollars. You got that. You got that contract because you played how you played previously. So there was no pressure in how you played before then. So what's the pressure now to live up to that? And then, right after he comes out and say, 
uh, he's guilty. He lied. He did this. He did that. They gave him a. Uh, they named a baseball park after him in um, Miami. Well, I, I know Miami definitely not going to get that money back to him. First of all, for for the stadium, uh, we'll say, hey, Rob, we 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 accept everything that you've given us, but we we like this baseball field, and thank you very much. But we we ain't behind you with the steroid situation, and you're talking about pressure. Uh, you know, playing in front of eighty, ninety thousand people, you know, each week. Each, you know, it ain't like a baseball season. You're on the clock every Sunday. If you don't perform, then you're going to get cut. You guys know how it is. So you was a corner. You talk, when you're talking about pressure, being on the highway, being on the corner, right. 5A, 160, I had pressure every week. Yeah, I wasn't going to turn in no steroids, you know, so um, I, don't, I don't buy that at all. He didn't have any pressure as far as, you know, look at his numbers when he's off of steroids. His numbers is just as good as when he was on steroids. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Go ahead, Amp. You to be to honest me. with you, Kwame, I think the answer lies in what you said, man. He said that he, although he was given that a two hundred and what fifty million, fifty two million. Don't forget the two. That two was two hundred fifty two million, and he <laughs> said that he felt pressure. Well, let's think about that statement. If you're not already using and you earned two hundred and fifty two million. Uh, I think that would take the pressure off. That took a lot of pressure so off, uh, and it's guaranteed, so, might I add. So in my opinion, he was given a time frame because that's when million. they tested him. <laughs> he was given a time frame because that's when they tested him. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know what, it was going on before that because uh, if you if you right. can I agree with that. earn $252 million clean, how in the world do you all of a sudden feel pressure to use steroids? I agree with you 100% because, you know, once you start taking – uh, steroid, your body has to count on that, and then down the road, you might be playing for the moment using steroid. <laughs> we have two minutes. We, you might be in for the moment, but down the road, you're, it's going to affect your body somewhere. Why would you put all that? Why would you put all that nonsense, all those chemicals in the body? And you've never taken a drink. No, you had a virgin daiquiri and, and almost threw up. No. <laughs> <laughs> but why no, would you no, put no, that stuff I, on I'm your body? I'm thinking the only pressure he might have been on is, is, is that bill he had when he was coming out them nightclubs I mean, back in New York. Crazy. Yeah, he was a uh, yeah man. Two hundred fifty-two million. There's no pressure there. And then he turns around and get two hundred seventy-five million. Man, we got two minutes to closing again. Don't f- we got uh, two minutes? We gotta get some sponsors so we can keep this show on longer. This is this one hour stuff is uh actually it's an hour show, it's like but half I think a billion we t- dollars. we talking about forty-six, forty-nine minutes. What'd you say about a half a billion dollars? What? How much money that dude's made so right. far? Half a billion dollars. Right. Mac, yeah. did, did he have a press conference yet? I think he was having a press conference today at at eleven. <laughs> 10, 10 o'clock? Has he had it yet, you know? No, he hasn't had the press conference yet. I'm, I'm still waiting. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm what I was waiting take. on, They're they going to get him today. I want to see what I, that uh, lie he was going to tell. They, they say it's the New York <laughs> the New York media. I mean, media is media. It's, it depends on how hard you go on them. But they're saying this today is the New York media, so he's going to get crushed. Statement. He's gonna, there, there won't be no interview today. It's going to be a statement today. Trust me. He better, yeah. He better, <laughs> he better say, he better get up there for like 45 to 60 minutes. Uh, 60 seconds, I'm sorry, 45, 60 seconds. Say what he got to say. I'm sorry, bye. You already lied. You, then you apologize. So what else can you say? What else can they ask? And then, or let your team, man, it's 30 seconds. We got 30 seconds. Well, close, you know, he, he, he hired a, I think, a, a crisis team and, and a bunch of different people. So he knows, based upon his, his, his uh, admission and his interview, that obviously a lot of people are trying to sort through that and say that, doesn't make a lot of sense. So well, yeah. he's not going to open himself up to that deal again. Well, that's crazy. We'll follow that story. Uh, Lil Mike, appreciate you calling in, appreciate man. It, good luck on your hey, show. You the hard hit radio. Good work, man. Good Amp to hear from Lee. you, man. Always great, man. Always a pleasure. You always welcome you to that. Ryan, thanks for chiming in. We got uh, thanks for me on. All sure. right. Well, you on the uh, Voice America Sports Network with Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. I thank you for joining me in. Check me in out next week. And you can call in, leave questions or comments on my website. Again, see you back next week.
Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.